Kenny Galladay to the Giants. Fantasy Impact coming up. To the Fantasy Shed on Air podcast. Everything you need to win your league. And now, your host, Rich Piazza. What's going on, everybody? Thanks for listening to Fantasy Shed on Air. I wanted to briefly come on and talk a little bit about the fantasy impact for Kenny Galladay to the New York Giants. Galladay, who missed most of last season, only played in five games because of injury, struck gold with a nice lucrative deal of four-year $74 million contract from the New York Giants, and they needed a number one receiver badly. And I will, I have no problem patting myself on the back and taking a victory lap as I predicted this is where Galladay would go. It was predicted in my free agent prediction episode that was released a few weeks ago, which predicted also on Fantasy Pros in a published article there. So I love the fit for him. I love the fit for the Giants. I love the fit for Daniel Jones. So what is Kenny Galladay moving forward? Well, I don't know if his rankings or his his fantasy value changes all that much from where he was and i've seen the argument on both ends over the past couple days since this came out i've seen how he's going to be less of a fantasy impact he's gonna have more of a fantasy impact so let me put it this way all right i had him ranked as number 15 in the wide receivers half ppr prior to free agency. After the signing, I have him ranked as wide receiver 15, half PPR. My rankings for him has not changed. Now, you can look at it a whole bunch of different ways, right? The Giants' defense is better than the Lions, which is going to mean less time on the field for the offense. Okay, Lions were rated last in the league last year, but again, we can't really just go by last year. Saquon Barkley will be back from his ACL injury, and he'll be on the field. And even with Galladay there, the Giants are going to be a running team. I don't think that's in question. So they are going to rely heavily on Saquon Barkley and the ground game. Okay, they've also brought in Devontae Booker. Daniel Jones is not at the level of Matthew Stafford at this point. And Jones is not just going to have to keep Galladay happy, but he's going to have to keep Shepard happy and Slayton happy and Ingram happy, assuming Ingram's still there. He's got to distribute the ball. One ball, too many guys, right? And then in a sense, yes. But I'm pretty certain that Shepard and Slayton and Ingram are well aware that they brought KG in as the main guy in this passing game. I think that you understand that. They could tell by what he's already done, and they could tell by the contract that he received. So I don't know if they're going to be all that upset and saying, I, you know, I need the ball, I want the ball. They don't seem like those type of players. 
Shepard is a very, very good number two or number three if he's in in the inside. Slayton opposite Galladay, I love a lot. Ingram, you could have inside and outside. I'm not talking about the whole giant offense in general. I'm, I'm, I'm getting carried away. Let's get to the bottom line. So I hyped up a little bit Daniel Jones last year, a little bit more than I probably should have. I ranked him higher than I probably should have. I was expecting a breakout season. It didn't happen. But historically, I'm always a year ahead on a player's breakout season, which means if I thought he would have it last year, now he's going to have it this year. So I do expect him to have more of a breakout season. And unlike Sam Darnold across the stadium over there, the Giants actually put Jones in a position where he has weapons for his third season. Because this is make or break time now for him. And the Giants can now have an accurate assessment of what Daniel Jones is after the season by having the weapons. See, the Jets are in a position where they don't really know what's going on with Sam Darnold. Is he as bad as he is, or is he as bad as he is because of Adam Gase and because he just hasn't had the weapons? The Giants aren't putting themselves in that position. They are giving Galladay the weapons. But that's on Daniel Jones. So Fantasy Impact, as I said, ranked 15th ahead of free agency, ranked 15th right now. The upside is there for him to be a wide receiver one, just like he was in 2019 when he finished with 65 receptions over 1,100 yards and 11 touchdowns. I'm not saying he's going to have those same numbers. I think the 65 receptions is certainly attainable. The 1,100 yards is certainly attainable. I'm not so certain about the 11 touchdowns, although it is. But those numbers or numbers close to that historically have been good to be a wide receiver one. So you're drafting Galladay as a high-end wide receiver two with the upside to be a wide receiver one. His fantasy value does not take a big hit at all, in my opinion, because of his addition to the Giants. That's my fantasy impact for Kenny Galladay. Draft him. You won't be disappointed. Thanks for listening to Fantasy Shed on air. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at FantasyShed underscore com for information on upcoming episodes as we help guide you to a fantasy football championship. <laughs>